Hello, everyone. No football podcast. Uh, Jackson was not able to join us, so we've got our good friend William Chapman here. William, say hi. Howdy. So uh, Sunday, Sunday's games were were some interesting ones. Um, uh, we had some some storylines, such as Justin Fields not starting for the Bears. They brought in Trevor Simeon. He used to go play for the Broncos, but he uh, didn't play very well. They lost 10-31 to 31 to the Jets. He threw for 180 yards and a, and a pick. But, I mean, we know how the Bears' offense is. It's atrocious. You know, Fields was starting to bring the uh, an electric aspect to uh, to the offense being his, his running game, and he's improved on his throwing. But when you take that away and you just use the good old stale Bears' offense, you know, there's not – there's not much to it. So, I mean, to be honest, there was no one on this Bears team that impressed. I mean, there by Watts, and there was a uh, 50 yards by Chase Claypool. But I mean, David Montgomery had a decent game for 79 yards on 14 carries. So, just just without Justin Fields, this Bears team is in trouble. Uh, and on the other side, we got to see Mike White start. Last year, he was, a, he was a hero for the Jets and then fizzled out. He comes in, he's a hero again, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these are two quarterbacks that we haven't seen in a while. But Mike, Mike White, you think, you think he can beat out Zach Wilson? That's just what I was thinking was well, if he keeps it up again, he could definitely – keep it starters but I'd imagine yeah. I mean it is it is the Bears though but we'll see we'll see what he does next week mm-hmm. I agree because he uh he started last year I'm trying to find the stats uh he started last year I think he threw like th- 400 yards in one of he his broke games a record or something it, yeah it was it was some crazy record let me see if I can get ESPN to help me out um Okay, so this is what I believe is Mike White's second year. I don't know if it's second in the NFL or just second in terms of playing. He's 27 years old. But Mike White, uh, last year, he went 37 for 45 for 405 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. And everyone thought that he was going to be the next franchise player for this for this Jets team. They thought that he was going to come out and ball. And then – he lost all the other games. He lost to the Patriots through two picks, through four against the Bills. I mean, and then he, he got benched. So now he's back. He played good. I don't know if he'll be able to yeah. keep this up. Or oh, that if... was – okay, I see it. Yeah, sorry to break you. It's the his first career start, he threw 405 yards. I don't know. It's the CBS, yeah. So he threw mm-hmm. 405 yards. So that ties second – or, yeah, that places second behind Cam Newton, 422 in 2011. Oh boy, Cam Newton. Dang, Dang. Yeah. So, so that's Mike White, man. I think I think he could because what Robert Sala is doing is he has he has three quarterbacks on this roster. He has Joe Flacco, who started the first few games and threw like 40 times a game, <laughs> and then you've got you've got uh, uh, Zach Wilson. 
who they drafted highly, you know, he's supposed to be the franchise quarterback and he's, he's been slipping up. I mean, this is a good Jets team, you know, Jets were I mean, a laughing stock forever. Seven and four, they're, they're moving. Well, it's funny though, because I, I think when Zach Wilson starts the season, I think his record is like five and two. So it's kind of funny that they benched him just because of two games, which are both against the Patriots, by the way, that he lost to. So, yeah, I think I think the reason that he was five and two is Brees Hall played most of those games. Brees Hall was crazy. So I think Brees Hall right, put yeah. the team on his back a few of those games and this defense has stepped up. So it's so in terms of offense to defense, it's they, they have playmakers, but it's almost like the Broncos case, except Saul is a great coach. He was a great defensive coordinator for the Niners, then gets hired to be play head coach. He's he's a great great coach and what's so good about him is because he's played defensive coordinator and because he was so dominant for the 49ers that he has that defensive mindset and with the players they have on defense now I now they can get more players you know it's not it's not a fully rounded defense but being able to have Sauce Gardner who is locked down almost anywhere yeah, he lines yeah, up against that was a crazy draft pick dude Sauce is playing out of his mind and then they go out and they get DJ Reed DJ Reed uh, for the Seahawks, he, he he played okay. He um he was he he's more of a incompletions type guy than a pick guy, which is which is great. You know, it, it doesn't really matter how you get the works, ball. Yeah. So he's been able since he's now playing wide receiver twos. I it's it's a lot better for him. I think that's more of his skill set. He's a great corner, but he's not he's not the, he's not a guy who's going to go guard the ones. So so the defense needs a few. A few more pieces, but they are playing really, really well. And yeah. I think that's what helps this team is Zach Wilson has not been proficient. And his receivers are frustrated. I mean, uh, Elijah Moore is frustrated. Garrett Wilson wasn't getting the ball much. And then you come in here and uh, and let Mike White throw and Garrett Wilson get touchdowns. Elijah Moore gets 64 yards and a touchdown. I mean, the two players who were complaining and not getting as much as they, they needed come out and ball. So. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. go ahead. Uh, yeah, I'd say in free agency or the next year's draft, they could probably fix the defense up, and if they can figure out what's going on offense, they could definitely be a, a competitive team next year. Most, most definitely, because, because this, I mean, Robert Salas is great. I mean, it's as simple as that, and we've talked about it before. But a locker room makes a team. You can have the best players in, in history, and if they don't get, oh, yeah, you like get along Lions, together. Like, so, you know, when you've got two receivers who aren't very happy with their quarterback and then another guy comes in here, throws for 300 and gives them both touchdowns, one of them two touchdowns, I mean, that's a happy locker room. It was against the Bears, so we'll see how Mike White can hold up. Assume yeah. he's still named the starter next week against the 9-2 and two Vikings. <laughs> oh, God. So, that would be a test for sure. It, it most definitely will be, and it'll be a task for that O line since they're missing so many of their starters in Beckton. And I think, I think they uh, uh they had I don't know they've they've lost a lot of good pieces on that O line during preseason and like week one, and they just it's it's going to be a task for them. And they don't have Brees Hall now. E- Etienne mm. and uh, Carter are both serviceable serviceable backs, but Zonovan Knight was the rusher for the Jets this week. I believe that he yeah, yeah he's a rookie. He didn't he so, didn't do bad. No, he he did not do bad. So 
I think with how good he played, they'll they'll bring him more into the picture. Because Carter had six carries for 21 yards. You know, that doesn't look too good. Uh, James Robinson got hurt in the first quarter. And then Knight comes in here and plays plays uh, decently well. 14 carries, 69 yards, you know, 4.9 average. I, I think Mike White at the starter is a good thing to try out. Because that offense yeah. has been stale and it, it balled out. Yeah, at this point, I don't see why not. Yeah, they. I mean, they're in a competitive division. Whatever wins, wins. Just keep it moving. Um. All right. So we hit that. Um. Let's. You move over to the Texans. They were trying out something new. Davis Mills hasn't been playing well. They let Kyle Allen start. Kyle Allen had a few starts on the Panthers and then was shipped off or free agent. I'm not sure. And he comes in here and throws two picks, one touchdown, 215 yards, 26 completions. Now. Third nine attempts is kind of crazy, though. It it is, it is, and they only let Pierce run five times. I don't know if he got hurt or if they were playing catch up. Because I mean, looking at this stat line, that is fourteen combined carries the entire game. So, I mean, we know how yeah, good the dude, Dolphins are. So their rushing was absolutely nowhere. Yeah, I don't know if it was it wasn't working, and then immediately got got bailed on i don't know if they were trying to play catch up or just testing how good Allen was but either way it didn't work they followed the dolphins who are still rolling tyree kill and waddle continued on their massive car so i mean yeah, they, they, contain them. They, they can't they cannot contain them so i mean the Dolphins come in here. Bradley Chubb gets a sack. Ingram gets a sack. Baker Ooh, gets a yeah. sack. Phillips gets a sack. And Roberts gets a sack. I mean, come on. Yeah, that does not look good for the – It doesn't. We knew the Texans were going to be be bad. I thought that maybe they'd be a little yeah. better this year, but it's fine. They've no. got draft capita. They've got cap room. You know, it's – we, we, we kind of knew what we were getting. Definitely so, first pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. First we'll first see. Pick. Yeah, yeah. No, they're – with them only having one win, they could very much and and with the quarterback class that's coming up, you know, and everyone's switching around Who, who's the top five rankings. First? Is it like CJ Stroud or something? I'm not sure. It's it's more of a what arc archetype you kind of want. I'm not I'm not big into college. I'm not sure who's going first. That's yeah. Jackson I mean, would know. Maybe bring that up next time, but. But, yeah, that didn't really work out for the Texans. So, Texans will no. most definitely go get a quarterback in this next draft. Yeah, well, they got their running back at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, Damian Pierce is playing decently well. Yeah. On to another storyline. These Ravens blew another lead. They blew another lead to the Jags. They lost by one point. Uh, Ravens Ravens had a, a decent lead there in fourth. But – uh. Well, I saw some clips, and Trevor Lawrence looked like Clemson Trevor Lawrence. Clemson Trevor Lawrence, yeah, no, he's... he's 29 completions, 321 yards, passing, and two touchdowns. That is... Three three touchdowns. Gotta oh, give yeah, him his credit, touchdowns. William. My bad, no, my bad. But, but, but Trevor Lawrence, after coming out of Clemson, you know, he's... People have been saying bust, not playing well. Get him his some receivers. I mean, Zay Jones is the yeah. wide receiver three. 11 catches, 145 yards. That's Yeah, after he, coming out of uh, the Raiders, even uh, Derek Carr was giving him a very high praise for how hard he worked. So it's, it's cool to see that he's actually 
helping that offense. Most most definitely. Uh, Zay Jones is he he did good on the Raiders last year, or you know serviceable. He he was good enough. So it's glad to see him get a. Uh, you know. I'd like to see Evan Ingram involved more, though. Evan one Ingram. reception, four yards. Yeah. yeah this... Please, for the fantasy team's sake. <laughs> fantasy team's sake, yeah. Evan Ingram, I don't know. They probably couldn't expect much after all those drops. But he still made the Pro Bowl. You know, explain that one to me, NFL. Uh, you know what? Was that, the same? Was that last year or the year before? Um, I think so. I think he made the Pro Bowl last year. Yeah, well, last year's Pro Bowl's all screwed up. Like, even Mac Jones made it. I don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It as is. As that was a little stupid. It is a popularity contest. Um, I don't know. I think. Well, I think there's a whole like thing calling out or something, right? Do what? I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. I think he was a it. sub. He might have been a sub. But yeah. regardless, this uh, this Jags team was able to get in there and, and, and get a win. It's the Ravens. Like it's not some bum team. Like it's the Ravens. No. I know. I know. That's crazy, but. The problem with the Ravens now is that, uh, is that I believe Dude, Lamar. Oof, I, I don't know what he's gonna do. Is the Ravens now have lost four games, and I believe each of those games have been blowing a lead. If they can just hold on to that fourth quarter lead, they could be eleven zero, ten one, you know, nine two right now. But one hundred percent. But they're sitting at seven and four. So here's what it is: Lamar Jackson is on his contract year. Do I think he'll leave Baltimore? I don't know. I think that he'd like to have a little more help, but yeah, I don't. I just don't know if he really fits in the, any other offense. I don't know because what he wants. Every is other he offense, wants... yeah. Uh-huh. Every other well, offense that runs like the same type of offense like that. Well, the Ravens' offense hasn't always been like that because they used to have Joe Flacco at quarterback. So Joe yeah, Flacco is not dude. a very mobile dude. So I guess wherever he goes. The offense would definitely have to uh, adjust, kind of adjust a lot. Exactly, because what the NFL is doing nowadays is that they are trying to make the quarterbacks play the scheme that the head coach wants, instead of evolving the scheme and fitting your franchise quarterback to play how to play to his skill set. And it's yeah. it's it's hurting most. It's 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 capping the potential on a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, Lamar but... will not succeed in in that type of offense. No. No, he most he most definitely if, if he has to sit back there and pass, you know, as Jackson just said, he he has he he's got some accuracy he's gotten too, way there better. plenty of times where he just cannot hit his target. Yeah, he's gotten much, much better, but yeah, it is. <laughs> um the the reason the contracts stopped is because Lamar wanted fully guaranteed money because he's a rushing quarterback. He saw what happened to Cam Newton. Cam Newton ran his body into the ground. Robert Griffin was, too. I mean, his wasn't as the same. But... Well, Robert Griffin had like an ACL tear, I believe. And then it just all went downhill. Yeah, I mean, even Vic, like he went through tons and tons of injuries. And, like, Yeah, because yeah, these, these dudes are taking hits by linebackers. And I mean, Lamar Jackson's quick, but he's not the most built dude out there. Yeah, and his stress so, ankles and knees and hips. And, like, Yeah, yeah, no, because the reason Cam – or the re- yeah, the reason Cam Newton has so many – Shoulder problems is because he would go for the truck, he'd run people over, and he was big enough to do it. Like I'm not saying that was wrong, but you have to expect some some injuries later on. Yeah. So I mean, he was pretty much out of the league at like 30, what, what is he right now? 31, 32. Patriots yeah. gave him a chance. He played really, really, really well for those first few weeks, and then he got COVID, and everything just just disappeared. That's still the weirdest thing to me. <laughs> yeah, Kim Newton on the Patriots was definitely that. That's one twenty years from now. We'll be like, wait, he played for the. Patriots, 
you know, same yeah. as it's, it's just one of those like like what even like Adrian Peterson on the Seahawks, man. Who would have thought? But no, Jerry Rice. In, was it Jerry Rice in the Seahawks? That Jerry Rice, Adrian Peterson. We had that Terrell Owens in preseason. Like, I remember Peterson though. Yeah, yeah, Peterson got I think one rushing touchdown for us, and we didn't really use him anymore. But um, <sighs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. similar wise, like Josh Allen too. Like watching the Lions game the other day on on uh, Thursday, dude, it was like their safe play was just to run Allen. He ran. Yeah, all, I, I felt like he was running a lot that game. Yeah, he ran ten times for seventy eight yards and a touchdown. I feel like for Allen, I feel like he's a little smarter and slides a lot more. Yeah, but here I mean, he has the elbow injury right now. I think. Yeah, but that elbow I think injury. Throwing. I don't think it was from running like that. It is. So the elbow injury he has is a baseball pitcher type of injury where they, where how they throw it so often it hurts the elbow. Matthew Stafford has it right now. And I, my personal opinion is that is why the Rams have not been as good. That and they can't sustain a running game. So I don't think Stafford should have played through the injury. I think, I think once they, because they're like really bad right now. So. Because of their record, I believe that Stafford should sit out, nurse the injury, let Bryce Perkins start, and call it a season. Because you don't have any draft picks. You know, there's nothing to fight yeah, for. That's, you're that's, you're that's, not going to make the playoffs. You're not going to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're I you're why just. I guess just it's not going to happen. I think that's I think that's why they're fighting those because they know they have no future, so they're just like all or nothing, I guess. Well, and see. Now, because the team isn't playing well, you now think about Aaron Donald, who's considering retirement. Now, I believe that that was more of a he's out someday. Yeah, he's out someday. I I saw that. Yeah, his it'll be his first like non-crew start ever. I I did not know that. That's that's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, but for Aaron Donald, he mentioned that he won. What I believe it was more of a hey, give me more money, and I'll come back. I don't think he was really going to retire. I think he still wanted to run it back. But now seeing how bad the team is, I don't know what he wants. And then you go over to Stafford. Stafford's not playing well. You know, he's he's a little older. I don't think he's going to bail on the Rams. I don't. But it is it is definitely some concern because Stafford's starting to get up there in age. You know, he can't, he can't maintain everything that yeah. he's done. Cooper Cup's playing a lights out still. You know, Cooper Cup's is still – Still him, yeah, but he's carrying that offense completely. Yeah, and they don't have any other options. They went out and got Allen Robinson and don't use him. I don't. That, yeah, that I don't was know. really. They don't touch him, dude. They they don't they don't. Allen Robinson is talented. He's a talented receiver. He did great on the Bears. I think. Hold on, let me let me. He, he, does, he deserves better. I want to say he potentially played for the Eagles, but I might have been the Jags instead. Yeah, I think it was Jags. That sounds more familiar. Let's see here. Yeah, he played for the Jags for four years and went to the Bears for four years and is now on the Rams. So he has a 1,400-yard receiving season in 2015, 1,100 in 2019, 1,200 in 2020. Like, he has the ability. But they just don't – they don't use him. They don't. And it's a waste of money for a team that has all old players. At this point, you have to think about – well, that, well they, they've messed themselves up because now everybody's old. You don't have the picks to replace them. You don't have the money. What do you do? What do you do? 
I mean, uh, we they're, can they're, see the Rams be, be back for the next. Teams. Yeah, you can see them be back the next like five for years. Next couple of games, yeah, for next couple of years, they'll definitely be unless they can pull some, pull out some unless, crazy. Yeah. Exactly, unless Stafford comes back healthy, like like really really healthy, he needs to cut down on the interceptions. I think he was one of the top people who threw interceptions last year, and I think this year he's been struggling as well. Whether that's the yeah. elbow or not, I don't know. Can't speak on that, but. I mean, and then, but what also is an issue is they kept Cam Akers and they don't use him. They did release Henderson, so maybe they'll start using. That confused the heck out of me how they were using Darrell Henderson and not Cam Akers, and then they just got rid of Henderson and kept Akers. Like what? I I I couldn't tell you, man. I genuinely have no idea what these Rams are doing. But um, Cam Akers two weeks ago had 14 carries for 61 yards. So that looked good. They just went into their bye, so they're coming. They're coming out of their bye next week, and they open that with the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks have been struggling with their run game. So if there's a game for Acres to show what he's made of, it's this game. And speaking of Seahawks struggling, Josh Jacobs, woo, he had a good game. Yeah, he had a very good game. 33 Three. carries for 229 yards, two touchdowns, and six catches for 74 yards. It's just... Yeah, what is that, a total of... Uh... A lot. Totals for a lot. A lot more than it should be. Yeah, so... that's insane. God, <laughs> the the, the Seahawks, overtime run, that was crazy. The Seahawks on this year's draft need to go out and get some D-linemen. I like Nwosu. But he's a linebacker hybrid, so he cannot always be on the line. I like Nwosu, all right? You move over to Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris is old. You know, he's gotten a few sacks, but he doesn't play much. You move over to Al Woods. He's 35. We only use him for run stuff because he's the biggest dude out there. Like, oh, my God. And, and then we have Puna Ford. I love Puna. But Puna is not a sack. He, he, he's not a sack specialist. Shelby Harris is not a sack specialist. Al Woods is not a sack specialist. Nwosu's barely on the line because some, sometimes he's out there in the linebacker spot. And then you got Darrell Taylor who shows up like once every four, four or five weeks to have like a sack and a half game and then he disappears again. So Seahawks have got to get some pass rush because their secondary looks great. Andre plays great, two picks by the way. You've got, you've got uh, Tariq Woolen who's been playing great. He's, he's been a little quiet lately, but I mean, as long as there's no he's clips of him getting burned, yeah. I'm happy. Uh, on the other side, you've got Mike Jackson, who usually plays. Mike Jackson plays pretty well. Trey Brown should be able to come in soon if he didn't. Trey, Trey Brown, we got him last year's draft. He, he's been hurt most of his little bit, but, uh, but uh, he's, he's a great corner. So he'll be able to do good. And Kobe Bryant's in the slot. All of that's great. It's just the pass rush. And – a linebacker. Cody Barton is not it. He's he's just he's good at tackling and that's it. But apart from all of that, I mean, if you if you can patch that up, there's a very young, bright future looking defense there. Yeah, yeah, it is. Everyone in there should be relatively young, besides the the D linemen. The D linemen are always old. You and, can't afford and, it. No, you can't because. Because they get better as they get older, as they get more experience, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Quandre's 29, but he's he's still playing great. I think he's uh, 
I think he has had five picks. He had five picks in 2020. Oh, okay. So since he's been with the Seahawks, he's had three picks in 2019, five picks in 2020, five picks in 2021. And then those two were the first he's had this year. So Quandre's playing great. I I would like to put Adams down at linebacker and keep Ryan Neal up at safety or Josh Jones. We did just sign Jonathan Abrams, so we'll see how that plays out. He was a first-round pick that the Raiders took way too high, but we'll see how that plays out for us. But besides that, I mean, I like everything. I know why you see for three, but... I think you guys got got back your Jamal Adams loss mm-hmm. in the Russell Wilson trade. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mm-hmm. which, did you, did you see that, that red zone that they were touchdown they're trying to get? I don't know. I think they spent five total minutes trying to get a touchdown. Sounds and right. they calls They would score a touchdown and get called back. They'd score a touchdown they get called back. It was like, it took them like five minutes just to score a touchdown. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Cortland Sutton finally had a good game for them again after he's been quiet with Jerry Judy out now. Latavius Murray, thirteen carries for ninety-two yards. But I mean, I've seen plenty of stats saying that they'd have like seven, six or seven wins right now if they could just score eighteen points. Like, yeah, it's insane. If you if you look at this Broncos team, I'm going to go back to the beginning of the year. I'm going to tell you how much they scored each game. All right, they get 16 week one, 16 week two, 11 week three, 23 week week four. That's good, you know. 2023 is a, a decent amount. It's against the Raiders, yeah. they still lost. They score nine the next week, 16 the next Niners, week. right? Oh, that was terrible. You know, watch. Well, they, they scored 11 against the Niners, they scored nine against the Colts, uh, 16 against the Chargers, nine against the Jets, 21 against the Jags, 21. Against the Jags. So, 23 is their highest all season. 23. They get the 21 against the Jags, 10 against the Titans, 16 against the Raiders, and 10 against the Panthers. Like, it's... It's... Uh, Nathaniel oh, Hackett. It's so stable, dude. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett will be flipping burgers next season. There's nothing more to it. And, I, I mean, is there any blame on Russell Wilson, too? Because I, I he just... There is. There is plenty of blame on Russell Wilson. Plenty of Seahawks players have come out and said that they were never able to get a hold of Russell Wilson when they called him. It would always be directed to his agent, and then the agent would have to, like, speak to Russell Wilson. They could never get a hold of Wilson. If you can't get a hold of, the of, of you know, the quarterback of the team, you know, the, the guy, usually the captain, well, what do you do? I mean, if Doug Baldwin's out here like, hey, I want to practice some routes or I want to, I want to, you know, what happened this play, you know, may, look out for me when I do this, and he has to talk to the agent, what does that do? If I keep calling someone and I keep – and I am told time after time, you know, oh, oh, yeah, I'll reach out to him or I'll tell him or I'll set this up, I'm going to quit calling. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. I don't know if that's how it is in the Broncos. It's a new team. But there are – I mean, you've seen it on the sidelines. There's – you know, they're, they're frustrated. Yeah, they're tired of it. Say, it's, back to what you said earlier, the, the whole locker room. And they, like if your locker room is feeling good, then you're going to play good. But Exactly. Exactly. Nobody wants to play for a team that can't put up more than 23 points. And what? Where are we now? 11 games in? Come on. 
come on. I mean, this was supposed to be one of the, these. I mean, projected one of like the top ten teams in the league. They're like a bottom sixteen. I hundred percent was ready for them to be one of the best teams in the league. I, I thought they'd give give a Chargers a run for their money and and maybe win one game against the Chiefs. You know, like a like a shootout type thing. No, no, three the games. On the and I would put the blame on Russell Wilson because there have been other reports that he is using hand signals and screaming out words that the Seahawks used to used to use. None of those dudes played for the Seahawks. They don't know what the heck he's talking about. So if a guy starts screaming random words and he expects you to run a dig instead of a vert, and then he throws the vert and it's a pick, you know, that that's on him. I, like, I don't even know how that goes through his head. Like I, I don't either. I understand he's been in Seattle for so long. You know, he's got all that stuff down. But there, Tom Brady spent, what, like 20-some years on the Patriots, and he was just fine going to the box. <laughs> yeah, that was – Now, Tom Brady – it's one of the smartest men in, in the football world, but come on. I mean, Russell Wilson was smart when he played for the Seahawks. He he was good. I believe yeah, that. I, I remember been... there was one time, like, his his, his helmet um, microphone, whatever, headset cut out, and dude was calling plays and drove down the whole, the whole field and scored a touchdown. Yeah, I think it was, like, 80-some yards. He was just calling his own plays and all the way down the there, Browns scored and won the game. It was a game-winning drive. Yeah, it was, it was back when the Browns were super good, too. So, I don't know. I don't know. The The blame is definitely pointed at Nathaniel Hackett. That is 100% true. I would also give a lot of the blame to Russell Wilson. Because Tua had a press conference today, or, or recently. He was starting to believe that he was really bad. Because, you know, when, when the fans tell you and these critics tell you and everybody tells you you suck, you start to believe it. So he would stand in front of the mirror and ask himself, like, do I really suck? And then Mike McDaniel comes to the team and tells this dude he is he's generational. He's amazing. He's a great player. Well, what are they right now? Eight and three? I think he I had mean, a, yeah, he I had know, a 700 play tape of Tua and showed it to him. That's insane. They, did I think the Dolphins were going to be on top of the division? Hell no, I didn't. So uh, coaching – is a huge part. If your coach sucks and your quarterback is good, you you still have somewhat of a chance. If they both suck, what are you going to do? This team was supposed to be good, and instead they traded away their some more promising players on that defense and Chubb and Quinn, or not, not Quinn. Uh, uh. Well, anyhow, they traded away Chubb. So, at I this think point, that was just them trying to get back from the loss. Honestly, it was. It was because of the trade they made for it. It was a compensation. They traded a promising Bradley Chubb for compensation on a bad trade they made that's not going to pay off unless Wilson gets his act together over the offseason. So, you know, it is what it is. Enough about the Broncos. I hate talking about them. It's just such a such a poor thing to watch. It's, it's sad, really. Um. As far as other games, I don't, I don't quite have anything to say. Um, uh, Commanders are on a tear with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. They are, they are moving. They're on a three-win streak. They're currently seven and five. They have a playoff spot if the season were to end today. 
Taylor Heineke's been playing really, really well, and it's 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 nice to see because the Commanders have always been, you know, like they they've got some talent on that team. They've just never been able to use it, and now Ron Revere has yeah. got all the boys pumped up and moving, and it's great. But um, the yeah, Lions I mean, played a very good game against the Bills. That I was, they did. I, I really thought the Bills were gonna come out and sweep the floor, but. I did. I did as well. Me, me and Jackson didn't even talk about the Bills and Lions game because we thought they were just going to trample over them. I mean, yeah. They I make mean, Jared, the final seconds, like exactly. Jared Goff has been playing pr- pretty well, considering you know he was really good on the. Then they gave him a huge contract. He sucked. He gets traded. He gets swapped for Stafford. Comes in here, doesn't do good the first year, and then he's he's playing really well this year. And to think that this offense is as is as explosive as it is with Amon Ra. Khalif yeah, Raymond right. brings his own a- aspect. DeAndre Swift is good in the receiving game, and and they have DJ Chark. If anything goes wrong, they still haven't used Jamison Williams yet. They still haven't used him. They spent a first round pick on Jamison Williams. Yeah. He's insanely fast. He hasn't been put out there yet. It is going to open up this offense insanely. I hope it does. Yeah. Bye. So Dan, I I tr- I have trust in Dan Campbell over there. Dan Campbell is probably one of the most beloved coaches in the entire I'd- NFL. He's like back to that the locker, whole locker room situation thing. Like he, I mean, I, I saw a video of him at like a practice. He literally was saying he be, eats, eats, breathes, and sleeps lions. Mm-hmm. And I understand the lions are four and seven this year. They didn't do the best last year. The general manager for Detroit better be smart enough to not get rid of them yet. I understand that being likable doesn't win you football games. I, it helps with it, but he also hasn't had He's enough had time nothing. to build a roster. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I I pray that he keeps his job over the off season, and 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 they give him they give him a little more time because he deserves it. The Lions have been piss poor for all of eternity. They've had Barry Sanders. They have Megatron. They've done nothing. So. Just give the man a little bit of time, and and I can see this team this team getting somewhere. Yeah, and I don't want them to fall into the Calvin John Johnson trap with Alvin Rod too, where they just abuse him to the ground, and you can't. I don't think so, because Megatron is six five, like and he was used as a we're going to throw it up, and you go get it, dude. So when he's running like 40 yards every play and, and double, triple coverage, you know, getting absolutely slammed to the ground by these safeties and stuff. Like, that'll that'll kill you. I mean, yeah. I'm in a skinny, you know, can't take hits like Megatron could, but I I feel like they're, they're safe yeah. with Aminra. It doesn't seem like it, yeah. So that's good. It would right, be cool last... to see more passing other other receivers, but, yeah, that's... Looking, if Amon Ross stays in Detroit his entire career, he will come out a legend. And I fully believe in that. Yep. All right. The last news that I have, Deshaun Watson has been reinstated. He will start Sunday. Oh, I forgot about that. Will he be good? Don't know. He sucked in preseason. It is against the Texans, though, so this is the best shot he's got. The Texans oh are 1-8-1. and one. If the it's Texans come game. out here – and beat Deshaun Watson. That'll be the most hyped football locker room you will ever be in. It's got to be. It's got to be because the Texans are trash. They get rid of their quarterback. You know, everybody feels feels down. There's no future. Brandon Cooks doesn't want to be there. You know, like, there's there's not many people that want to sit there and play. 
Texans, man. I, I could see the Texans winning this game. I'm not going to lie. It, it depends how good that quarterback plays, but Pierce can get it going. They've got yeah. Nico Collins, who's been playing great. If they finally use Brandon Cooks a little bit more, he'll do great. Akins has been a great tight end for that team. I mean, I they can do it. If, I wonder if, Desha- if Deshaun plays poor. I wonder if he'll pull him out. See, they're four and seven. I don't think they'll pull him out simply because they need him to get some more. He hasn't played football in a long time besides the preseason and, and yeah. whatever practices he does. I think that they want him to get as much experience as he can. So they'll leave him in because Jacoby Brissett has been serviceable, but they're also four and seven. If they, if they have to make a push, it has to be now. Jacoby is not the guy for the push. Deshaun Watson has the potential. I mean, I, at one point he was a top seven quarterback. He has, his ceiling is high. I believe that he can get – I mean, him and Amari Cooper will be lethal. You get Donovan Peoples involved. Maybe if they start using Anthony Schwartz a little bit more in the deep threat, I think that would help him out. Najoku's been on a tear. Chubb's been on a tear. They need to use Hunt a little more. Yeah, I was about to say Hunt has been like, – Hunt's contract is, is over at the end of the season. He's, he's not going to go back. There's no way. No, not after using him now. There's no chance. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So – I fully believe that Deshaun Watson can play good, but I don't think they'll bench him because they need that experience for him to get used to everything before. Because they, they, they spent a lot of picks. They spent a lot of money. You know, it's, it's another Russell Wilson trap. If Deshaun Watson sucks for the next two or three years, they're stuck with him. There's nothing they can do. Yep. So it's another Russell Wilson trap in my eyes. But uh, that's all I had for that week. You have anything? Nope, I think that's all. All right, William. Let's uh, dive into this Thursday game. Bills and Patriots. Go ahead and give me your thoughts, Mister Patriots <laughs> fan. Um, I don't even know what to think. You think you got a chance? We always upplay to the Bills. We did. We did last. Year. Well, the first game was. I. What do we? That doesn't even count. That's the super windy game where we threw like six times total or something. Yeah, yeah, and I I think Mac Jones had two completions on three. Yeah, that, that was game. we and we we literally were running like the five the same five runs over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and we won. And then the second game, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure we ended up getting blown out. Or y'all got y'all got blown out in the playoffs, the wild card round. I guess the Bills is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I remember. Yeah, so. The Patriots are so hard to predict because they, they'll definitely play down. Like they'll sometimes play down on good teams, but then sometimes play up against good teams. It, I, mean, I guess it's under. I don't know, Colin. <laughs> I think Bill Belichick is a mastermind coach. He he knows how to limit teams. No matter if he's playing an undefeated team, a crappy team, you know, there are very few times we see the Patriots get blown out. So, I think I the Patriots might be able to keep up. Um, in terms of offense, Damian, Lamar, Damian Harris is the only player out right now. Everyone else, including Isaiah Wynn, who's been out on IR for a little bit, I think, uh, is coming back. So, and, and Mac, has Mac Jones had all the snaps on offense since he's been healthy? He, well, besides the first game he came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, really happy thing. So, I mean, in my opinion, I think Zappy's got a higher ceiling 
Max Jones is a safer option. But regardless, Ramondre's been been playing really well. This Bills defense is is incredibly good, even with as much as they as they have missed this season. And they're missing. Even white. Do what? Wait. Yeah. That's that's crazy to think about. You no, know, no, because they went out and they drafted uh, the the Elon kid, and he's been playing great. So, Bill Belichick is a mastermind coach. He, he, see, the thing is, as as a coach, you can prepare your team as much as you want. It just comes down to how they actually play. So, I mean, he obviously knows Josh Allen's a scrambler. He knows his arms hurting. So, I think that they'll keep. They'll mm-hmm. keep a contain on him. They'll keep a spy on him. Duggar's the perfect person for that. Uh, Bills don't have a good rushing attack outside of Allen. James Cook has been playing better. Singletary's still, you know, he's just he's just more of a power back. He's not going to go get you twelve yards on a run. He'll he'll run mm-hmm. he'll, he he he'll run four people over for about four or five. But Cook is explosive, and I think with the way that this offense could be. If Cook can knock it up a level, it'll be a Zeke and Pollard type thing. I I believe that that's how it could turn out. I don't know, you know, but Sean Sean McDermott's not not dumb, you know. He's he's led this team enough. He knows what he's yeah. capable of. It'll all this will be a huge test for the Patriots because Stefan Diggs has been playing great. Now, yeah. Bill Belichick is good at stopping receivers like that. You know, he held Tyreek Hill last year to a, a couple of yards. Like, he's he's good with that type of stuff. This is also the first time y'all are playing the Bills this season. You play them again in the last week. So, I mean, this is a, a let's see what you got game. Because the Patriots need to win this to keep up with everyone else. It, it, it's a must-win game. Especially because it's divisional. You knock yeah, the we're, Bills we're back one, you move up one. It's It's beautiful. Like, like we we lost to the Bears and then the Jets that we just beat beat them out blew them out like I don't know I mean they don't have that that wasn't a fair game for us considering that was literally Justin Fields' uh, breakout game mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that was where he came out of nowhere and started and I don't think Bill Belichick had anything planned for that mm-hmm. yeah he Belichick wasn't ready for that. <laughs> But Belichick has played Allen enough to know that he's he's a runner. He knows he's got to stop Diggs, and he cannot forget about Davis. A lot of yeah, teams, that's... a lot of teams do that. They lock up Diggs, and then Davis goes and has you know 100 yards. Like that's exactly can't. what happens. You can't and, allow and, that. And Knox too. You, Knox is a big Knox and McKenzie. You cannot forget about Isaiah McKenzie either. He's a shifty little dude. He will get out there and get open out of nowhere. He's like a. I mean, he's just. He, he just finds a way open. Like a he knows the woman. football field. He knows how to get out there. So, yeah. I'm I'm still going to take the Bills to win this one. The Bills are a powerhouse team, and they're going to look to keep moving. Um, I'll probably take the Bills winning this. I'll I'll take the Bills winning it like twenty four to fourteen. What do you got, William? You believe in your in your boys? I think it'll be. I think it'll come down to the last last couple of minutes. So I'll go with. 24-21, Bills I'll change, win. I'll change mine to 24-17. I feel like that's a little better. Yeah, I, I mean, we have, we have our full offense. So this really comes down to – On offense? Defense. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's playing. All right, then. 
then this will this will be a test of that secondary too, because y'all y'all are great at kicking kicking corners, you know, in and out and producing them. It's going to come down to yeah to, to, to the Jones squad. It's going to come down to the Jones squad, Jack Jones and Jonathan yeah. Jones and all the other Jones. Marcus Jones is the returner. It's going to come down to the whole Jones squad. And our uh, offense, really, too, how Mac Jones plays. Yeah, there's another Jones. Um, You're right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it will come down to Mac Jones. Um, if the Bills blitz the heck out of Jones, he will fail. Oh, yeah. And they they have the players. With, uh, is Von Miller playing? Is Von Miller, Miller I, I want to say, had a little injury. I think he was carted off recently. Yeah, he was carted off the beginning of the line scheme. That's right. I don't know if they said what it was. He says he targets a week 14 return date. I believe that we are in week 12. So he will not play. So that is, that is good play. news for us. Mm-hmm. It will it will definitely help you out because he will he will get past that line. He will get oh, in yeah. there. He will pressure. So now y'all just have to get past Ed Oliver and a few other guys on that line. But I mean We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm I'm excited. This should be a this should be a good game as long as the Patriots can compete, and I believe they can. Bill Bill is one heck of a coach, and he will not go down, man. Yeah, I I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that the uh, <laughs> someone on our wide receiver core gets a hundred plus yards because it happens so rarely these days. This is this is the time to do it, or a bunch of them to get fifty. Now Aguilar, oh. I don't. He shouldn't be on the team next season. I, I lord doesn't no, offer I don't. anything. We need a draft receiver. Mm-hmm. Taekwon like has Thornton. the speed. He he's looked all right. I haven't really seen him use much. But no, yeah, Aguilar leaves and he takes that spot. Mm-hmm. My, Myers looks great. Like he looks fine. Born they haven't really used him until the last couple of weeks. Like they, they didn't see the field at all. Devonte Parker's been y'all's best receiver. Yeah, it it really is and like born, a bunch of wide receiver between... twos and threes like playing. It, <laughs> it, is. God. it is. Devontae Parker though, he he's he's a very slow dude. He's like one of the slowest forties, I think. It, was, it might have been let's see what it was. It it was slow uh forty yard dash this year. Devontae Parker had a oh it was a four four six. I thought it was a lot slower. It's pretty I slow it was like in the out though. Four yeah, four five, four six area. But um but yeah, he doesn't get separation. But he's he's a Mike Williams type of guy. Like he will come down with it. You know, he's 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 shown yeah. it. Yeah, we've seen it. But I'm still upset that the Patriots pay 12.5 million to both of their tight ends each year and don't don't bother to throw. Them. I, I forget they're even there. I mean, last year, to be fair, Thursday they used Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry had that second touchdown. That was that was a touchdown, and I will stand by that. Even Des Bryant came out and said it was a touchdown, man. Yeah, Des Bryant knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but but that that was a touchdown. I mean, I turned on – I randomly turned on the TV later in the quarter because I was busy doing stuff, and, and that's the play that happened. I was like, oh, that's a touchdown. You know, I watched him replay it and replay it and replay it, and I turned the TV off because I, I thought it was a touchdown. I was like, I'll bet. Hunter Henry scored, you know. That's great. They're finally starting to use him because Hunter Henry was, was good on the Chargers. He, he was good. And – Johnny was good on the Titans too. He was good on the Titans too. I, I I believe Hunter Henry offers we, more than Johnny does, but we literally Johnny for screens. Like what in the world? Yeah, no, that's. 
it's it's because you don't have that explosion that a lot of teams have. You don't have that guy that could just go out there and so they have to they have to become creative. They have to start start yeah. doing all these little things and they're starting to use they're they're running a lot more and it's working for them. But yeah, Ramondre right now he's he's definitely looking like our best offensive weapon. Mm-hmm. And he's I believe up... Damien Harris's contract ends. This yeah, year? I don't. We're not going to resign him. I don't see it. I, I think then, we're just going to draft another running back right right behind Ramondre and Carter yeah, Day. Well, well, y'all drafted Pierre Strong, right? Yeah, yeah, we did draft him. Yeah, so I don't, Pierre Strong, I, don't, I, I haven't seen him play. Have you seen him play any? No. Well, it's, I, well, it's, I, it's been split snap between Harris and uh, Ramondre, so I, I don't see a reason why. He, he could play this game with well, Harris out. Maybe. I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes, but I still feel like the Bills are going to come out, out with it. They've got the explosion. They've got the talent. It just comes down to how good that defense plays on the New England side. But, but yeah, that's all I have for, for this episode. Do you have anything? Nope. All right, guys. That's, that's all we got for the We Don't Know Football podcast. Find us on Spotify, Stitcher, obviously on Anchor. And, uh, and yeah. Goodbye. Toodle.